Welcome to Fiercely Forward, the no bullshit podcast to finding your brave, bold, true self. We are your hosts, Jennifer Yassin and Alyssa Zangetti, and we are all about owning your personal story and fiercely using it as fuel to move forward towards living the life you have always dreamed about. We talk all things from relationships, career, personal growth, mindset, and beyond to help you navigate this wild ride we call life. Real conversations, real stories, and real people where no topic is off limits. This won't be your parents' dinner conversations. So come join us as we go fiercely forward. Hello, hello. Hello. (laughs) We are back. Alyssa and I always are actually talking offline, so it's great that we have these recorded conversations I know we should just record every time we talk probably. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, someone somewhere is actually listening. So this conversation came about that we wanted to talk about today because Alyssa was graciously helping me with the challenge I was faced with someone this past weekend. And what we're going to talk about today is you've probably heard, or maybe you haven't, that the world is you pushed out. Everyone in your life is a mirror for you. And The truth is, obviously, we know that we're on this self journey of self-discovery and self-evolvement and growing into the highest version of ourselves. But with that, right, this constant evolution also then may make us always seeking help or the consistent need of, you know, personal development and where is the balance, right? So we wanted to address both of these topics today and thought they went really well together in the sense of if the world is you pushed out, you're constantly reflecting on who you are and how to grow and then constantly seeking to evolve and grow and maybe get the support that you need. And so how do you create this balance, right? Because if you're in school all day, I'm sure you're going to be exhausted. You need a break. Right. And it's like, right, where we always talk about the balance, right? Which Again, I have like not issues with the word, but it, it's a tough word. But I think there is a point where you have to say like, I'm always seeking something else. Like, I feel like that's, again, just another pattern, right? Like if you're constantly like searching for the answers, if you're constantly on social media, trying to find the next TikToker or Instagram person who's giving advice or this therapist does that, like sometimes I feel like we can be trying to also fit the mold to their situation. Like we want that Mm -hmm. validation to be like, okay, I want this person agrees with me. See, this proves my point. Or if we're constantly just searching for other things, we're not always in action. If we're just always looking Mm -hmm. or like, okay, what more work can I do? What needs to be done? The exploration, I guess, is actually the, I think the, I don't want to say concern, but exploration, I think is part of it. And then there's a part of action taking. And if we're constantly exploring and just convinced that we always have this evolving to do, which we do, but sometimes, like we said, we just have to be. The be, I think being present is what's really important. Also, like being present in the moment allows you that opportunity to reflect. So it, being in the moment, you can fully experience it and then you know, digest and and reflect. And so what we're really talking about today is to give you guys some context is over the weekend, I was faced with a challenge of someone close to me and all of the problems, quote unquote problems that I was wrestling with, with this person was the same problems that they were having with me. 
And it just reinforced the fact that the world is us pushed out, meaning that everybody in your life or things that you're seeing or experiencing is simply a reflection for either what is going on internally with you, or maybe it's something you don't like about yourself, or maybe it's something that you love about yourself. But if you think about it, the way we see ourselves is we judge by what we see in the mirror right? That is how we're seeing ourselves because it's the only way we can get outside of who we are. And that's what we see as a reflection. So if you think about that analogy that the world is you pushed out, it gives you an opportunity to really reflect. And the reason why I'm talking about this example of what I went through and Alyssa helped me over the weekend is that had I just let it play out and not be so needy for an answer to fix it or change it and just be in the uncomfortableness, the allowing of this would allow it to play out without me feeling like I had to control or fix it or change it. Because the truth is we're only in control of ourselves. Mm, oh my God. That was a big lesson that I had to learn. <laughs> throughout life because, right, I'm a doer, I'm an action taker, I'm a fixer, I'm a people pleaser, right? Like I want everybody happy. And so I always believe everything can be fixed. (laughs) In a world full of empty promises from marketing agencies and coaching programs, it's time to actually discover what the real path to success is. If you're an entrepreneur or business owner that is currently struggling to gain traction in your business or to attract your ideal client, this is for you. Join my seven-week mentorship program where you can transform your story into a powerful brand. It's not just a course, it's a personal transformation journey for you. Each week, you'll receive guided mentorship from me along with practical guides and tools that you can apply in your business right now. We'll align your story, skills, and your passions along with your business purpose to create a memorable brand that deeply connects with your audience and most importantly, aligns with you. Join a like-minded, supportive community and start building a lasting brand legacy. Are you ready? Head to thefreedagency.com and click on coaching for more. As you said, sometimes we just have to be sometimes like I've been in relationships where their style was that they needed to be left alone for a while where I was like, no, in their face, like, no, I want to talk about this. Let's fix it. Let's address it. And for them, that was not how they operate. They needed time Mm -hmm. to sit and be still and be in it and think before they reacted. And so you have to also understand that too, because that just because of the way that you want to handle things doesn't necessarily mean the other person is able to handle it that way, or it's what's beneficial for them too. You, in my opinion, you have to try to meet in the middle. I had a conversation with someone else in my life this week who's going through some challenges. And it's interesting because I'm the type of person like, okay, if it's like two people in a relationship, right? You're, you're both at fault at some level. But, you know, this other person was like, no, this person, they did the wrong. They need to fix it. And that's it. Yeah, it was a reflective point for me, like just even thinking back to, you know, my late husband in that situation, right? He did all the wrong to me. I didn't really do anything wrong, but I immediately was like, what can I learn for myself? What can I do better? What was my responsibility in it? Because as you just said, I can only control myself. I can't control anybody else. So even though it was 
what he did wrong. How did we get here? What was my involvement in it? And I did have involvement in it, whether people want to believe that or not. I don't care what that person did to wrong you, because if you either allowed it to happen or there's multitudes of things that could happen, but we have to look at our own selves to say, how, how did I get here? How did I end up in this narcissistic relationship? How did I end up in this toxic relationship? We do have a piece in it. You can't put all the blame on someone else. At least that's my opinion. I completely agree. I mean, we're very similar in that regard. And even going back, to, you know, again, we're sparing the people that these people are close into our life. So that's why we're not, you know, saying specifically who they are. But, you know, even this example of what I went through this past weekend, and I remember coming across a piece of content. And even though I, in my perspective, they're the one that is completely wrong here. But by me negating their view on or their feelings on the matter, I have a role in that in the sense that I'm not giving them the validation of their experience because what they're experiencing is real in their in their mind. So again, it just gives us an opportunity to say, okay, I can empathize and understand where you are coming from and I can try to see your point of view and then try to meet somewhere in the middle. And again, agreeing doesn't mean you don't like disagree. It's just you agree to disagree and then you can have differing viewpoints. And I think if the world actually operated this way, we could all coexist and understand that we don't always have to be right but if we each give ourselves the, the space and opportunity to see things from someone else's point of view, then it basically disarms people mm-hmm. from having to feel like they have to fight and keep the armor up here. Oh, yeah, like you hit the nail on the head. I was literally just going to say that if, if again, just like bigger picture of the world, right? Like if we were all just more tolerant and of accepting of each other it doesn't mean you have to agree with the person right but if you could just see the other person's point of view and just take it into consideration but it is interesting again I have people in my life that think that is a negative trait about myself because again and maybe that is maybe it's some of my people pleasing tendencies that I'm always like oh but look at what this person said but what about their point of view but what about (laughs) so I get it right it could be maybe not a negative, but it's, again, differing points of view, but I'm always trying to see the other side of it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like I need to understand that for myself. Like, how did this person get here? Or how did the situation get here? What what transpired? I need to understand. I Like, again, all facets of my life, right? Like, I need to know the how, the why, the when. Like, I need all the background. (laughs) Yeah, because it helps you process it, you know, and again, going back to this is everybody has a story and they've experienced Mm. things which shapes their reality. We are not seeing things as black or white. We're seeing things in shades of gray because by based on what you've experienced in your life, your perspective is distorted. We all have distorted perspectives and we are giving the situations in our life the certain meaning based on historical context of what we've experienced up until this point. Mm -hmm. That's why we have to acknowledge someone else's point of view and understand maybe how they they got here. Because also that's an opportunity because opposition is really just an opportunity for both parties to grow. 
You know, it's you not actually a, a politician. <laughs> yeah, you would think. Uh, <laughs> we won't go down that road, but no, yeah. um, I I totally agree. And as you said earlier, we can only control ourselves and our actions. We can't control or force anyone to do anything. And if we do, I, it's going to blow up eventually because there's going to be resentment if this person feels forced or pushed into something. It's not mm-hmm. going to end well because that resentment is going to build up. They may in the moment want to just make things better, make things go back to normal, whatever the situation may be. And so they may cave in that moment. But I do feel that at some point in time that that is going to bubble back up and yeah. and blow up. And because there's going to be so much resentment that they feel forced into something that wasn't maybe genuine or true to them. And I think that's the biggest piece is that being true and genuine to them and Everyone is at a different stage in their life and in different like growth and involvement and of who they are as an individual. And remember, we are souls here on a mission mm-hmm. uh, to reach the highest level of ourselves. And so with that is we have to really stay true and in alignment with who we are. And then again, relationships are define your experience and it starts with a relationship with yourself. So going back to what we you know initially started off with is how do we just be instead of the constant seeking of involvement and growth? And I don't I wouldn't even say it's like a balance. I just think it's an opportunity if you're always being reflective on yourself and what do you like about this experience? What you dislike? What can you learn from it? you know, how do you want to intentionally move forward? I think that's really all you, you really genuinely need because the constant seeking of, I need to improve this. I need to get better is the same equivalent to, well, I need more clothes. I need more bags. I need more women or men, or I it's, it's Mm -hmm. just an addiction, just another form of an addiction. And what is addiction? What is really addiction about is like, you can't be with yourself because you're constantly seeking something to fill a void. Right. And that all, you know, this is a lot of the work that I do with my hypnosis clients is like tapping into the subconscious and how, how did you get there? Whatever your addiction is, it's never what it is at the top level. There's something deeper happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll use an example, some clients I've been working with on their cell phone or social media addiction. It's not about that. It's about something at a deeper level. And so we have to really figure out like, where did that come from? It, there's multiple layers to it. There's social aspects to it. There's cultural aspects to it. There's what, you know, whatever's happening in the world around you impacts you and right. how you got to that point. And so those addictions, they may seem surface, but there's so much deeper at play there. And that's what we have to really tap into and figure some of that out for ourselves because that's how you're going to make a correction around that addiction is by understanding where it was rooted from. Yes. And to that point, it's really getting to the root of who you are and being eventually like, okay with it, that you are a work in progress. Always, you know, you heard this saying growing up, I'm sure that it's not about the destination, it's about the journey, right? Mm -hmm. And this statement has never rung more truer in my life 
today. And I never really understood it, right? We're always seeking to get to the end point. And especially when it comes to, I use a lot of different analogies, but in marketing, right? Marketing really is the journey. And it's not about the sale. It's about getting you to the sale and then helping you close. Like, so for businesses, right? Marketing is usually the one to be blamed for when sales go awry. Right. But this is a complex issue and it's never one thing. And you can start to pinpoint it when you start to, you know, unpack the layers, right? But the same way you're unpacking yourself, which is in the sense of if you start to be reflective about yourself and understand what you like, what you dislike, and start to see the connection between maybe things that you experienced in your childhood or past relationships, right? You can then start to see how they're actually playing out. If you want to rewrite your future and rewrite your history, you have to start changing the here and now, which means you have to be. Are you ready to break free from old habits and thought patterns? It's time to step into a healthier, more confident version of yourself with the power of hypnosis. Whether you prefer the focused attention of one-on-one sessions or the empowering energy of a group setting, I'll have your back in your journey of transformation. Visit www.atozhypnosis.com. That's A-T-O-Z-hypnosis.com to unlock the extraordinary within you. It's time to empower your mind and transform your life. I mean, this is a very simplistic example, but, you know, let's see, I've been on an entrepreneurial journey about four or five years now and have worked with a lot of business coaches to help grow in my profession and in my business. But I just was, I was in a coaching program that was just coming to an end. And I was like, okay, we've got to figure out who's the next coach, who's the next program, what, what's the next step. And then I really took a pause and I was like, I know what I need to do. I don't need another coach right here and now. What I need is some help, right? So I invested in hiring a virtual assistant to help me get some things done because I'm only one person and I can only get so much done. I was so caught up that I basically feel that I was just so insecure in myself as an entrepreneur that I kept feeding into this. I need somebody to help me. I need somebody to guide me. I don't know what to do. And yes, that was true to a point, but it just kept getting repetitive. I was finding myself in the same programs, learning the same things. People that are coming into the program, like I would be to the point that I could say, oh, I know exactly what this coach is going to say right now. I know exactly the advice we're going to give this person in this container right now. And that was an eye opener for me. It's like, I need to trust myself. I know what needs to be done right now. There will be a time and a place again that I absolutely need to involve someone to help me in terms of coaching or mentoring. But for right now, I, I did the work. I did the work. I sought the help that I needed and the support that I needed. But now it's time for me to fly and go do it on my own. There isn't always this time where you need to be like in it with someone. There's times where you just need to fly and go with it and trust yourself and say, I know what needs to be done. Now it's time to do it and stop getting all all these outside influences and opinions and thoughts because that can keep us in in action a lot. Uh, Amen. I I mean, I, I can't agree more. Coaches, we're always a big proponent of help, right? But there's a point when it's like no one, 
no one's going to do it for you. And if you keep trying to hire people to do the work for you, you're actually never doing the work and you're not learning what really works for you. And we're all individuals. And as someone that struggles with not officially diagnosed or anything, but ADHD tendencies, right? We each have different ways we accomplish tasks or do things. And by us trying to listen to everybody else on what they do, what's best for them or what they've seen in other people isn't actually helping because that may not actually work for ourselves. And unless we apply it to ourselves and and do the work, we're never going to understand if this actually really is in alignment with me and does this really serve me. It truly, again, is a balance, right? You can always have someone with you to help guide you, but then you're not actually listening to yourself. And then it goes back to balance. Yeah. Yeah. And you won't really know what you need until you actually do the work. And then you're going to start to analyze by being reflective where the gaps are, right? This is the same way when you do a postmortem for, you know, for a campaign or anything that you've done, right? You can see where the gaps were, where you fell short and how to improve going forward. But unless you're doing a postmortem on yourself and being reflective of yourself, you're never going to get there. Right, right. And yeah, it's so true. Just as you were talking, it reminds me of about this time last year, the therapist that I've been working with for years was retiring and I was like in a complete state of anxiety. I'm like, oh my God. Like I've relied on this woman off and on for years. Like she was wonderful, phenomenal, taught me so much, really got me into this whole personal development space, like really gave me so much confidence in myself. And I'm like, what am I going to do without this woman? And I was so panicked about finding someone else. And I kept talking to her in the end about finding someone else. And she just said to me, I don't think you need another therapist right now. She's like, again, you need to trust yourself. She's like, you've done the work, you know, the tools. She's like, how many times have you come into a session and told me, you know, you you did what I told you or you thought back to his tool? Like sometimes I still revert to tools we talked about 10 years ago. <laughs> and she's like, you need to trust yourself. She's like, maybe you just don't need someone right now. But of course, in my mind, right, again, insecure. I'm like, no, I have to find somebody. I ha- like I need to have someone. So I find another therapist that I am still seeing. And I kind of laugh when I go in there because I'm like, why am I here? Like it's it's really not very beneficial right now. And and her and I kind of joke about it. And the fact that I do go in and she's like, you can tell you've done so much work. She, she does. She says to me, okay, what do you think I'm going to tell you right now? And I can say this, this, and this. And she's like, exactly. <laughs> this whole exercise has been a lesson in trusting myself that again, I've done the work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I won't need support at other points in my life. But at this point, like I need to be confident in myself and what I know I can do and what I've learned to execute and and live it out in my daily life versus feel like I always need someone else to prop me up. Yeah. And also we can, it's normal, like as a society, right? We have parents that are supposed to be our guide and they tell us what to do. Then we go to school and then they tell us what to do. Mm -hmm. We have like cultural and societal norms and they tell us how to be, who to, you know, who to be, how to act what's appropriate, what's not, right? And so we go through life, people telling us who we need to be, how we ought to be. And unless we're lucky enough to have people in our lives that give us the space and the freedom to be who we truly are and accept us for who we really are, we operate at a place of, 
well, especially in entrepreneurship, I think this is where a lot of people struggle is they're looking to be told what to do. They're looking for a blueprint. They're looking for a framework. And honey, there is no blueprint. You have the blueprint and you make the blueprint. You have to, to build the car as you drive it every single day of your life. And it's only gonna be beneficial for you if you learn how to do this and do the work. And to your point, it is a balance, even though we hate this word, right? <laughs> but it's it's like, if you think about it, like the pendulum can't really s- swing extreme ways, right? You really have to allow yourself to learn and then execute because also when you execute, you learn, right? It's a reciprocal process. But if you are constantly in your head thinking, and if you, I love to use analogies. And if you look at your head is a very small fraction of your body, right? Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't be spending the majority of your time in your head. You should be doing the work with your body. Mm, I love that. I will be using that in my upcoming group. program. That that is great. I like that one. Yeah. So I'm here all day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've always said you need to write a book about all your analogies and quotes. (laughs) It's going to come. You're going to definitely inspire me to do it. Uh, We got to I love my friend Mallory. Uh, this has really stuck by me, uh, whether you believe in manifesting or not. But the truth is, uh, this life that we're living is a 3D printer. It all begins with our vision and what we believe. And so this is why it's really important that we you know, tackle our subconscious and you do work within yourself and you start to get in full alignment because the world you're living is the world you're creating for some reason. Um, mm. and, and that's a hard pill to swallow, especially when you are victim of circumstances that aren't, you know, your fault. Right. And that's very real. So not to negate yeah. anybody that's really experiencing that. But I think but it all comes down to trust. It all comes, it all comes trust down to trust. Ourselves. Exactly. And, and being, when you're trusting yourself, that means you're in alignment with who you are. And that means you move confidently in who you are, no matter what physically or is actually happening in your reality. If you know yourself, you know that you can go through anything. Amen to that. I think that's a beautiful place to end this conversation. Agreed. Thanks for listening in. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did bringing it to you and hope it helps you go fiercely forward in your own journey. If you like this episode, please do share it with others. We believe in the power of sharing stories to inspire and guide people throughout their lives. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode.